Hello and thank you for downloading Viva Italia, a channel massive review of Assassin's Creed 2. My name is Jason, the resident drunken idiot of Channel Massive. First off, our quick disclaimer, the opinions in this review may or may not reflect the opinions of the other hosts of Channel Massive or our sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, this podcast review is being sponsored by UGT Servers. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want, and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head over to UGT-Servers.com for all your Ventrilo hosting needs. So has Ubisoft Montreal actually managed to create a sequel that's better than the original? Stay tuned and we'll find out. So what makes Assassin's Creed 2 better than the first? Well, graphically the game is just as beautiful as the original, if not better. Um, in part because I felt like Renaissance Italy was a more compelling setting than its Middle Eastern counterpart in the first game. Uh, the details that were put into the buildings and other famous landmarks is just fantastic. You also get a little art lesson while you play, which I personally found interesting. I'm not sure how much of the architectural history was based on fact, but hey, you know, they, they convinced me. Um, in general, the voice acting is better. It's still not perfect, but I'm going to give them a little pass here. This is Italy, after all, and who hasn't tried to imitate an Italian in some kind of outrageous fashion or another? Uh, I know I've done it on numerous occasions, horribly. Uh, the soundtrack is scored again by Jesper Kud, who composed the original game's soundtrack, as well as Borderlands and the Hitman series. It's good, but I was kind of hoping for a little bit more of a Renaissance flavor. Uh, the main protagonist, Ezio Auditore di Firenze, is way more likable than Altair ever was. Uh, he's got a sense of humor, and he's popular with the ladies. Uh, you almost feel a little bit more tied to him as you follow him through his younger years, and then as he grows up into the badass assassin that he becomes, uh, you really do feel more tied to this main character. Uh, the stealth mechanics have been tweaked a bit, and it works wonders. You can now blend into a crowd easily, yeah, and you can escape detection a little easier, so gone are the wild chases that could last for minutes on end in the first game. Uh, assassinating guards is, you know, it was fun before, but now instead of merely stabbing him in the back, you can hide in a haystack and snatch a guard that passes by. Or you can kill uh, one of those archers um, that reside on the rooftops and pull them off the rooftops if they get close enough. Uh, money now plays an important part in the game, and quite a few gameplay elements are affected by this. You can upgrade your villa, which will in turn provide you with an income that you can collect, and you can turn that money in to buy armor, weapon upgrades, paintings for your villa. You can uh, you know, upgrade the tailor, uh, things like that. Um, you can also use this money to pay henchmen or whores <laughs> to distract guards whenever you need to get it past a particular area. Um, here's a hel helpful hint. Um, if you have one of those pesky bards that are bugging you and getting in your way, do this. Steal their money. They don't seem to like that for some reason. <laughs> um, gone are the repetitive side quests. Well, okay, they're, they're not completely gone. They're still there, but they're entirely optional. 
and I actually recommend doing a few of them early on in the beginning of the game just to get a feel for some of the game mechanics and to earn a little extra coin um, right off the bat. Otherwise, they're entirely skippable. The game has more of a sandbox feel, um, and and these optional side quests now you know reflect that. You don't feel like you have to do any of these. Although you could just spend a good hour looking for treasure chests, um, you know, trying to assassinate guards in wonderful creative ways, uh, things like that. But so you know, what you get in in what you get out of the game is what you put into it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, other side quest information: uh, the, they have these tombs now, and the, the tombs in, in in Assassin's Creed 2 serve as a great change of pace from the normal game. I I usually loathe jumping puzzles. I hate them with a the passion. But now uh, the free running mechanic that they have in in this game it makes it kind of easy. It doesn't make it a total complete pain in the butt like other games with jumping puzzles have in them. And and you really do want to do all these quests because they once you finish these tomb side quests, they actually offer some of the best rewards in the game, at least in my opinion. Um, I do have a couple of uh, small issues with Assassin's Creed 2 that I want to talk about. Um, one is the whole sequence where you actually get to fly Leonardo da Vinci's flying machine. Initially, I was really excited when I finally got the opportunity to do this, but I found that controlling it was very clunky. Um, just a very clunky experience that I kind of wish they would have worked on more. Maybe it's just I just got fed up with it because I, I stunk at it, but I really didn't feel like it worked very well. The other problem that I have is the the ending of the story, which is unfortunate because they they set it up with a really cool series of side quest puzzles, and once you complete a puzzle, you get a piece of the quote unquote truth, and it's fairly compelling. But then when you finally complete it and you tie it into the ending, it kind of stinks of a bad case of Deus Ex Machina, to me. Uh, I don't know. I I could be wrong there. I, it's just my opinion. I just I really did not dig it. Um, I'm hoping that they try to take it in a slightly different direction, but I don't know how far left they could have gone with this this whole story thing. Um, anyway, the long and short of it is is that you know this game is easily one of the best games I've played uh, this year so far. It's just fantastic fun. Um, I highly recommend it. Five stars, two thumbs up, however you want to translate that. <laughs> uh, what is up next? Uh, currently, I'm playing through Borderlands, and I hope to have that review up by next week. Um, we also have some other things in the works for Fallen Earth, Allods Online, and Algonon, I believe, in the near future. So uh, look forward to doing that. Um, again, thank you for downloading this podcast review of Assassin's Creed 2, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs>